0: Welcome back to the Chicago Tomahawk, I'm Mike and I got my line mate Matt with me and today we're going to go over the next eight teams in in our little little series, this is podcast 204 and we're going to go over the Blue Jackets, the Stars, the Red Wings, the Oilers, the Panthers, the Kings, the Wild and the Canadians. But before we get started, go check out the FHN.net, that's the Face Off Hockey Network We're part of the Face Off Hockey Network, We're the Blackhawks podcast forum. Go check them out for your hockey news and podcasts. And uh, check out our Twitter. Give us a follow. So, Matt, let's get started, man. The Blue Jackets. They stopped the hemorrhaging. What is going on over there? They cannot keep any talent, man. They had a really, really strong push at one point when they had Brandon Saad, out there uh you know he was playing really really well when he left from the when he left from the blackhawks and then we got him back sent um panarin over there and then they got really good made the playoffs and then boom it all fell apart and everybody wanted to leave what's going on with the blue jackets
1: man yeah they remember when they beat tampa and pretty much that was a huge upset huge um yeah, man, I'm not sure what the deal is. Um, I mean, I I think they that trade for Line A, I guess, was a big deal for them, and he, he resigned for one year. Let's see if he could, you know, take it for another year. Right. Uh, they resigned Zach Wierenski. I think had six to. years, nine point something, and that's that's cool. I mean, he obviously likes it there. He's the man there, and I know, obviously, Jones came here and. They needed to do something to keep the fans interested. Uh, I mean, what I was really surprised about was Cam Atkinson was traded. This guy I thought was like Mr. Blue Jacket. Me too. I I didn't. I didn't understand that one, and and especially bringing Jacob Voracek. I he's kind of been over the hill for a couple years now. I mean, I've never really. I wasn't really a big fan of him, but. Trading Cam Atkinson, it's it's a heart and soul guy. I'm not sure. I, I, I don't understand that one. And uh, I don't see them making the playoffs. But I think if you give J- John Davidson came back, give him a chance, and uh, I think they can build another winner. But let's see how long their young talent stays. But uh, no playoffs for me this year.
0: In all honesty, man, I, I thought Cam Atkinson was going to be, you know, he was going to go down with the ship and uh, have his number put up in the rafters.
1: I think he wanted to. It sounded like he wanted to. I mean, right. he he was he liked it. He, I mean, he I know he's got a cameo account and he was always raving about Columbus. He loved it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. Uh, you know, with Pierre Luc Dubois, you know, leaving, and uh, I just I don't think Liney is is a player to build your team around. Man, to be quite honest with you, uh, in Winnipeg, it didn't work. He's in Columbus, and uh, Torts benched him a, a couple times. Um, I'm sure that he had a pretty hard time with that. But I, I just don't think that this guy is, don't get me wrong, I think that he's a sniper. I think he's got a hell of a shot. But I don't think that he has the heart to lead a team uh, to wins.
1: No, I, I think Zach Orinsky has that heart, and I think he should be the next captain of that team now that Fellino's gone. And I honestly thought Atkinson was gonna get that C right on him, but Me too. I think Warinski's clearly the guy. This guy's blocking shots with his face. You know, he you know, he, he gives it his all every game and uh Lion I agree with you. I, I don't see, you know, him being the, the answer. I think he's got a an ego issue. I think yeah. he's he thinks he's better than he is. No doubt he's good, but he you know he's not He's not any he's not a Connor McDavid, Patrick Kane or Cindy Crosby. He,
0: he mentioned so. when he was getting drafted that he thought that he should have went before Austin Matthews. That's crazy.
1: Uh yeah, well, I don't see that. I, I Austin Matthews, you know, he hasn't done much in the playoffs, but I either a line, a, and um uh, Matthew's got a big payday. I know he got a got the rocket this year. I think what did he get like forty something, forty five goals or something?
0: I think he was forty one goals in fifty six games.
1: Liney could score that, but I mean, who does he have now on his line with him? I mean, I don't. I think it's going to be a while, and I don't think he's going to be patient enough to even you know make it there. I think he'll end up somewhere else.
0: I I, I agree one hundred percent. To be honest with you, I think that the Blue Jackets should do what they can. And trade him for a prospect package?
1: Could it could happen? He he's got. It's only a one year deal. It's kind of like a prove it deal. But I think uh, Yarmol likes him, and he he gave him a good player to to get him. But uh, seven point five is not bad. The cap hit, but and you know, we'll we'll see what happens with him.
0: Yeah. Moving on to the stars, you know. This is another team that is, you know, continually almost there, um, almost contenders, almost going to be cup contenders, and then something happens. They, they don't, uh, you know, they go on a, on, a, on a losing streak. You know, Sagan's hurt. Uh, ben is, hasn't been scoring like he was when he was younger, you know. Uh, what, what, what was his name? The, the goalie, their goalie, Leighton?
1: Kudobin. Kudobin, yeah. Yep.
0: You know, Kudobin, you know, he'll be lights out one night and then he'll get rocked the next. You know, it's, Yeah. It's you know, this team has just hasn't been able to put it together all at once and, and, and make a run into the playoffs. What do you see going on with Dallas?
1: Well, I think they had a little bit of bad luck last year. I think they had a couple COVID cases at the at the beginning. And they remember like the, they were delayed for I want to say two weeks. Yeah, um, yeah, and I know they did sign uh, Ryan Suter, which I that's a great signing because you're gonna get a good solid defenseman. Their their blue line's gonna be pretty solid. Uh, they also brought in uh, Braden Holtby, another like if you think about it, they got three starting goalies. They got Holtby, uh, Kudobin, and Ben Bishop. I'm not right. sure the health of these guys, but kind of signing Holtby is kind of like okay, what what don't what's going on here? Is somebody is Ben Bishop still hurt or is Kudobin not 100. Um, as for the playoffs, I think the Hawks and Dallas might compete for that last wild card spot. Okay, I, I, and I think the Hawks are gonna probably get the edge on them. I'm hoping. 'Cause I, I like our defense too this year and I like that we got Flurry. I think he's a huge difference maker, and I think Fleury's better than all three of their goalies. Yeah, I do so too. So I like I like our chances.
0: Yeah, I'd probably go Bishop, Holtby, and then Kudobin, uh in that order.
1: I think they want Kudobin to be number one though. That's yeah. the weird thing. And yeah. That's as like a guy looking from the outside, it's like I honestly would probably put Holpi out there. I know he struggled last year, but this—he's won a cup. Yeah, he's got experience, and this is what you need. I mean, you got Joe Pavelski, hungry for a cup.
0: Yeah, and really that guy gives game. it his
1: all, man. And he doesn't he, have Jamie much time ben, left. No, Jamie Ben and Sagan are—they're still good. They're studs. Sagan's healthy. He's a top ten point producer in the league. I—I I still think he could do it.
0: Yeah,
1: but who knows about him? So. I got a maybe for the playoffs, but leaning towards no.
0: I'll go with you with the uh, competing with the Hawks for a wild card spot, and I think the Hawks come out on top.
1: We just were be- hoping just
0: because of the uncertainty with the Dallas Stars.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: So we'll move on to the Red Wings now. the web, The Red Wings are on a really slow burn right now. They're looking to bring the the organization back to the top and Eisenman is taking his time. He's doing it really, really slow. And I think that he made a splash this um, this summer by practically getting Nedeljkovic for nothing from Carolina. Nedeljkovic, I thought he played really, really well last year with Carolina. He's young and uh, coming to Detroit, um, he's going to be the number one guy and he's going to, you know, they can essentially, um, they're trying to put a, a young a young team in front of him That's, that's going to learn. And I give, I think I'd give the Red Wings another two years before they become a team that you're going to need to look out for. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I actually have the same thing written down on my notes. Uh, I give them one to two years of being competitive. I think it's going to be another rough year, but they're, they're building and Stevie wise doing it the right way. He's patient. He's making good deals. He's not making stupid deals. Uh, I think he actually extended Mark Stahl two years and I think that's a great guy to have on the blue line. I yeah. Remember we were talking about yeah, him like man. he's gonna be big at the deadline. I, I wanted thought. him, man. I wanted him so to come I. to the Hawks. I, I would have been so happy and if we re signed him with who we got now, we'd be even better. Oh man. And uh well they got that Pertuzzi kid. I like him. Yeah. Uh they brought uh Verana back, I think for three years from the um what was that guy's name? Uh, t- the guy they traded t- for to Washington. He was the top Mantha. Yeah, Mantha. They they traded Mantha for Verana. and uh, he signed a three or four year deal. And I like that signing too. It doesn't hurt. They're building, but uh, yeah, I like that. Like you just said, two two maybe one to two years they could be competitive, but probably gonna be a uh, another long year and no playoffs this year for me.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm right there with you. There will be on the outside looking in. Moving on to the Oilers now. It's essentially the Connor McDavid, uh, Leon Draisaitl show, and there was an interesting conversation going on on Twitter today about, you know, these um, these top uh, pairings. You know, Marner and and uh, Matthews are. I think they have a 21 million cap hit. I believe we've got. um who else was it? It was they were comparing to Edmonton Oilers oh, and Tripsideal
1: McDavid, like what eighteen or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and in uh, in Colorado, they had they were talking about McKinnon's <laughs> uh, team friendly deal at six point five million, but and and mentioning that his team friendly deal in the future is going to be ten million because he's you know he's worth so much more than than oh, the six point five, but with the in, with the Oilers they were mentioning specifically how, how McDavid could have asked for 15 million and gotten it. Here's the problem. And, and here's the problem with all of these teams is that you have one guy that is making an absolute ton of money, or you have a couple guys or you have three guys or you have three or four superstars, super, you know, stars on your team Yeah, Toronto. And, and they're making all of this money. And then you can't fill out the rest of your roster because you have so much money going to these guys and how you have teams like the Islanders and you have teams like, um, like the Canadians who essentially had one to two guys who you can consider as stars. And then the rest of the team is made out of very, very good hockey players and role players and how these guys are, are beating these, these other superstar teams. Now with the, why I'm I'm mentioning this with the Oilers is because it's a two man show there. I don't see this team going on going further than maybe making the playoffs, you know? Yeah. Yep. I, I, I just I just don't see it. They re-signed Mike Smith, which I, I, I thought was crazy because it's forty. I, I thought they were I thought that they were definitely looking to upgrade at the goalie position, and they didn't. And uh, I just don't see it, man. Um, what do you? Where are you at with the Oilers?
1: Well, it's funny you said that too. I have that written down. Um, I I got the playoffs, yes, just because of McDavid and Drysital, and they got some. You know, they re-signed Nuge and uh, they brought in Zach Hyman from Toronto. But it doesn't matter. You'll make the playoffs, but you're going to get throttled in round one. You yeah. have no. You have a forty-year-old goalie. Mike Smith, yeah, he's going to get you a lot of wins in the season, but in the playoffs, he's going to get lit up, man. Yeah. So, if they want to be a cup contending team for me, I think they need to make a splash at the deadline and trade for a number one goalie or find somebody that can play in the net because they're they're going to be a high offensive team. They're going to score a ton of goals. They I, they brought Duncan Keith and I don't think that's going to help them prevent goals really
0: no but i don't know so, really. I,
1: I think if anything he's there for the experience and it's like wow doug keith is in my locker room right now this guy's a warrior but, they might they
0: might put him on a line with darnell nurse
1: yeah and, and he nurse- signed some seth jones money didn't he yeah he Pretty, got 9.25
0: yeah. i believe well, well i want to yeah. say it was 9.25
1: He's making a lot for a guy who just has to get the puck forward to McDavid or Drysdale and he's going to get points.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that they definitely help his plus minus. I'm not minus. taking
1: his talent. He's very he talented good. player. Yeah, he's he's good. good, but I mean you watch Duncan Keith, his numbers are going to go up too. Yeah. And that doesn't mean I mean it, it just it means you got a really good team in front of you like the offense, but in the playoffs it's a different game. And Mike Smith got he got killed in the playoffs, I thought. And I he, I know he had a great season, and I know Kenny Holland really likes him. They they like him, but I think he'd be a good backup up there. Keep him yeah. for, for a backup position and try to get a goalie. I'm i even Holtby. You, you know he got bought out by the Canucks. It's like, hey, let's give this guy a shot. You know he's gonna yeah. be getting paid by the Canucks because he got bought out. We'll give him a lower deal like Dallas did. That's what I'm. They got three starting goalies, and the Oilers don't even have one right so i mean they're going to make the playoffs just cuz the pacific division blows it's probably like it's probably going to be they might even finish first they're going to compete with vegas for the first spot and then the third team who do you got the kings maybe
0: yeah i think I mean, the kings and, might sneak in there
1: what does that tell you the rest of the the rest of the divisions there yeah, the sharks are going to be bad and we'll save that for the next podcast but these guys they're they're it's almost a guaranteed spot for him because he got McDavid on their team, right?
0: And a and a weak division.
1: And if he gets hurt, can you see the Oilers still competing? No, I think Drysyle will carry him, maybe? maybe a little bit, but they but need both of them. They need them both. Yeah, yeah. If yeah.
0: they're in the Eastern Conference with the Central, they'd get they'd get annihilated.
1: Yeah, they wouldn't. I I don't even think if the if the Oilers were out and out East. They would barely be making the playoffs, barely, maybe a wild card spot. But since that division's so weak, they're they're gonna be one or two.
0: Right. Yeah. So I've got them. Uh, I've got them making it.
1: Yeah, they'll, they'll make it for sure.
0: All right, moving on to the Florida Panthers, and you know, one of the questions that I have about this team is it was a carousel for goalies in the mm-hmm. in the playoffs, you know, and. That's weird from Coach Q.
1: It really is. It was uh,
0: really weird, yeah. and it seemed to have been the trend, to be honest with you, going around the league. You know, with uh, with the, with the whole goalie situation.
1: Yeah, it was.
0: So, um, with Berbowski, uh, you know, I'm su- sure he's got a starting starting role back, and Drager's gone.
1: Spencer Knight,
0: baby. Spencer Knight. He didn't play bad, man. Uh, he, he won him the game. He did. Yeah, he won. He won them a tough game. And his first time out there, and I thought that he played really, really well. He's definitely going to be a bright spot uh, for the team, I believe. I think Barkov will, you know, have another good year. I see this team uh, making the playoffs. I don't see them being Cup uh, favorites, though. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to win the Cup. They're definitely going to make the playoffs. Uh, I like the moves that they made. They brought in uh, Reinhardt from uh, Buffalo. He's a 20 goal guy. He was pretty good bright spot for Buffalo last year. I thought he was, you know, he's putting up good numbers. Doesn't seem like he complains about wanting to get traded. He just, you know, he did his job, and I mean, he got traded to a playoff team now, and he actually resigned a couple years with these guys, and they're kind of built like the Islanders, I think, like they're like the Florida Islanders. Right. They, they have like, well, Barkov's a star. He is. He's doesn't get a lot of spotlight. But uh, they got a lot of good role players like Verhage. Um, and actually, they brought in Joe Thornton, and I think uh, yeah. Jumbo Joe. I just mentioned him. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> know podcast. if he he's gonna be a difference maker, but you know that experience in the locker room might help with some guys. Um, but I think Spencer Knight's gonna take over, dude. Even yeah. I, I, Christmas, he's gonna be the man. And okay. then Bobrowski, I think they're going to try to move. Hey, maybe the Oilers will call. Maybe ten million. Well, maybe if they have to eat half the salary or a little less, I don't know. But the Oilers want to win. They're going to need a goalie like Bob or somebody who can isn't forty years old, like Mike Smith. Yeah, I'm not knocking a guy for his age, but it's just a faster game now, and these guys are these kids are unbelievable.
0: Yeah, man, I um I like. I, I thought that they were a really really tough team going into the playoffs and to be honest with you they didn't really show much uh against the against Tampa Bay
1: well a lot of people think that they pushed Tampa the far, like the hardest mm. I, I didn't see that I, I didn't think either. you I know you think the the hurricanes did but I think no the I Islanders, thought the Islanders did oh did you yeah okay maybe that was Jake Hahn. I, I think I was listening to him the other day and he was saying that he thought the Canes pushed them. Uh, the most, but I I thought the Islanders were, I mean, Game Seven right there. I mean, either way, it was back and forth, win loss, win loss, and uh, a lot of people think the Panthers did though. I I thought it was a good series. It was one of the most entertaining series of the playoffs. It was old time hockey, bad blood. Yeah, and, uh, for a four
0: to two series, it was it was pretty entertaining. It,
1: it was. I think if Q would have stuck with a goalie, I. Th- I think that they probably could have taken him to maybe a game seven, but sometimes Q does that. He'll, he'll, uh, you know, he, he'll change the lines after like one bad shift and it's like, Oh man, who's came out there with now? Ben yeah. eager. What the hell? Why? <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, he, that's the only thing I did not like about coach Q. He yeah. never had consistent lines.
0: He was very impatient and, with young players.
1: Yes. And I think you have to let, Players get chemistry together. I mean, we like look at Jamie Ben and Sagan were playing together all year a couple of years ago. Those guys were one, two in points, I think,
0: or yeah, three, yeah, whatever it
1: was. They were. I mean, you got to let guys get chemistry. Like, look at even Colleton. I give him credit. He kept Kane and DeBrincat together, yeah. and they lit it up together. They did. So I, I th- Q's got to do that. He's got to he's got to let these guys get some chemistry and just open the door for the guys. They're in the NHL now. Let them play. Right.
0: Yeah, I agree. Moving on to the Kings, um, you know, they've got Drew Doughty, and I think Drew Doughty is is getting better with age in a way. Uh, he seems to be a more solid defensive defenseman m- now than he was, I would say, earlier in his career. Um, I think that he's he's awesome. I think that um, Anzi Kopitar is, you know, just like he's just on cruise control, man. I underrated, think, very, very underrated. Yeah, I think he's yeah. a very underrated player, really good player. And I think that uh, I think it was kind of a mistake to have shipped Carter off earlier in the um, at the trade deadline. Was that the trade deadline when they traded him?
1: I think they traded him a little a little bit
0: before that. A little that. bit before, yeah. I I, I didn't yeah. I didn't necessarily agree with that because
1: They were trying to sell, they yeah, didn't he, think yeah. When he,
0: when he's he's been there for so long that I think it really trumps over the time he spent with Philadelphia. And definitely the time he spent with Columbus because he hated it there. But I thought yeah. that he would have he would have stayed a king for life. Um, I think the Kings can sneak into the playoffs. Um, they're I think that they're going to be a sneaky good team uh, heading in, and um, I'm 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 looking for better things for them this year. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I, I like their goaltending duo, Quick and the uh, I think his name is was Kelvin. I'm sorry. I'm not on the game with the Kings, but I know Jake Jake Han loves the Kings sneaking in this year, too, and he's a hockey encyclopedia. Usually, if you listen to him, he's he's pretty dead on. Um, yeah. I, and I think the Philip Deneau signing was actually very beneficial for them, and Kopitar is a good two-way selkie guy. Yeah. I think he uh, Philip Deneau can learn a lot from him. He might be able to pick up some more offense. Dude, two centers like that that can shut down a game—that yeah. that's huge, man. Yeah, Especially if they make the playoffs. Like we saw what Philip Denoe can do. He he made Vegas his bitch, and <laughs> I mean he he was a huge reason the Canadians made it there. And he was all the analytics people. He didn't have. He, I think he had one goal, but his he wasn't. It didn't he matter. Owned the game. He yeah, it didn't matter. That's why the analytic crap. It it doesn't matter for some. and he's a perfect example.
0: There's intangibles Uh, that analytics just can't, they don't include.
1: No, but I think that the Kings, yeah, they're going to sneak in and possibly take that third spot because there's going to be no wild card up for debate with the the Pacific because the Central's so good. Right. So they got to make it one, two, or three and tell you right now Vegas and Toronto or I'm sorry Vegas and Edmonton I guess we could call it the western Toronto Edmonton because <laughs> they're not doing much in the playoffs so we, we we'll see but hopefully the Kings can sneak in because uh you know they're like the Hawks they got an older core and uh they're probably going for it one more time for these guys like uh uh Dowdy and Kopitar and uh even Dustin Brown, he's, Brown yeah he's been there forever and I remember watching him as a rookie, and I really liked his his game. He, you know, he'll hit, fight, shoot, score, and he's just a tough kid. It's cool to see an American kid too. I felt bad a captain, for him. Took his seat. Yeah, yeah, I didn't agree with that either. But uh, you know, they they wanted Kopey to be the leader, and he was classy, and he didn't even complain about it. Yeah, he and did that's it. what makes that makes uh, Brown even better.
0: Yeah, I really respected that yeah. from him. Uh, I, I felt I felt bad for him about that though.
1: Yeah, that's got to be tough to be the first captain to uh, hoist the cup for the the franchise. And it's like, yeah, we're going to give it to Kopi this year. <laughs>
0: oh, OK. Yeah, they, they were going You're welcome. On, on, a, on, on a bit of a skid. and Yeah, and his they pro- thought and it, he was
1: gone. Yeah. They were trying to trade him. I, I remember yeah. his name was on the block like at least yeah. twice every year. <laughs> his you production
0: know? really went down, but he had a bit of a resurgence a couple of years ago.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of him, but I, I hope that they make it because I, I don't mind them as a team.
0: Just, oh, did. We had
1: some we had some good battles and there's yeah, respect for me. Yeah, it was, was a great, great, great playoff series.
0: It still stings, man, 2014.
1: I just don't like Justin Williams. Just okay. because he was yeah. a, he was a big shit talker. Yeah. Like, I, I, you could see him skating by the Hawks bench and talking shit. Yeah. And he's like, oh, slow down, boys. I remember they they made a big deal about that. And then we ended up Kaner ended up burying him <laughs> with that uh, that awesome uh overtime.
0: Yeah, and then, the the heart, and then he did the heart. Yeah. Then he did the heartbreaker. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I love that yep. man. All right, moving on to the wild. The wild uh are a team in transition. They have they bought out Zach Parisi and Ryan Suter, you know, long term mainstays. Uh years ago, they brought them in, gave them these long contracts, and they were supposed to take this team to the promised land, and they never did. Uh Parisi had some injury issues years after and Suter I would say Suter lived up to his yeah. uh, to his contract. He he played long minutes uh for a long time was solid defensively, contributed offensively, played on the power play, pl- played on the PK. You know, he was a great player. Uh and I remember, you know, the Hawks even when when the Wild were bad, you know, that Ryan Suter was still a horse right to be reckoned yeah. with back yep. there. Uh they have a, a heck of a player in Kirill Kaprizov. Uh, the word is that he is not signing with C- CSKA Moscow, which was predicted. Me and Matt talked about it. He's, I, 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 We didn't see any benefit from him going to the KHL than staying in, in, in America playing in the NHL. He's going to get a contract. They're working it out. So um, I, I would imagine that he wants, I believe he wants shorter term, um, higher money. And they want to they want an income to term because I think he knows that he's going to be good for a while and he's going to be due for a for a pay raise uh, come in a few years because I believe in four years the cap is going to go up by ten million so look for guys to be making deals around the two to three year range bridge deals I think are going to be in for the next two to three years because the cap's going up big time. And uh, I, I think it's four to five year time frame right now, but it's going to so rise. It should be yep. it, it's going to rise by one million up until that point. Then it's going to go up to, uh, then it's going to go up ten million. So um, I think that Montreal is in. They are rebuilding. They are in rebuild mode. Uh, they're a team that's looking for an identity, and uh, and Bill Garen is Billy Guerin is looking to get it done. Where do you see the Wild at? I don't see them making the playoffs.
1: Yeah, uh, this is tough. Well, their their stud is not signed yet, and let's hope he doesn't get signed till December. If we're a Hawks fan, (laughs) but I think I think I would have kept Suter
0: just because
1: he's he's a good, very good defenseman. He plays twenty minutes a game at his age. He kind, you know what? I can see Seth Jones being. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Ryan Suter, but I think he has a little bit more of an off-offense upside. You know what I mean? I think sure. they both played with the Nashville system, and they made them really good defensemen. Yes. But I, I, I think Suter would have been good on this team. Parise, yes. Get rid of him because it's not working out. And I when you were saying they've never lived up to it, that's because they ran into the Blackhawks almost yeah. every every playoff. They did. And uh, I don't see them making it. I, I do like Matt Dumba. I like... Uh, Spurgeon as the captain but I think if they're they let this Kaprizov thing go too long that's going to be the main topic of their team yeah and Billy Guerin used to be a player and I think it's funny they mentioned this because he he did a holdout too oh,
0: I really? think
1: with Lou yeah with New Jersey and uh he's kind of getting it back now <laughs> on the huh. other end so I, yeah, I don't see them making it this year. I I just think the the central every team in the central got better, and these guys kind of stay the same. If anything, maybe got a little worse letting Suter go, but yeah, I think they're just gonna miss out.
0: Next, moving on to the Canadians. Now, Carey Price was out of his mind. He played out of his mind. They they beat Toronto. Uh, you know, then, and everybody went nuts, you know, and they just kept rolling and rolling and rolling on, man. I don't think that's going to happen again this year. I don't think that they're going to make it to the finals again. I don't see this, uh, the Cinderella team um, doing it again. Um, who do they have on their team? You know?
1: Yeah, two players.
0: They got two guys on there. And, um, and, hey, look, I'll give credit where credit is due. They shut down, uh they shut down Toronto and their big guns. They did. It could either be A, from, from Amarner and, and, and Matthews and company not playing well. Uh, I can't say the same about Nylander because Nylander was their practically their top point producer, yeah. more so than in, in the regular season. So, you know, you got to tip your hat to, to Nylander. But they uh, they pretty much shut him down, man, and, and that's how they rolled. They lost Philippe Deneau. And uh, I, I don't see this team moving on. Um, they will not make, I don't think they will make the playoffs this year. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, I agree. They were, that division, which I think I debated somebody on Twitter saying that it was the worst division in hockey. and I Twitter's stand by a fun that. place. <laughs> I, I stand by it. Um, the, the Habs wouldn't make the, they wouldn't make the playoffs in any other division. They weren't that good. Uh, they they have two players, Cole Caulfield and Suzuki. Those are their only two, like bright stars. That yeah, I I thought they were both good. I like Brandon Gallagher. He's a he was a warrior man. He was doing anything he could to you yeah. know get a win. He's blocking shots. He's got blood all over his face. He's smiling. He loved it. It was like he was like built for playoff hockey. <laughs> but Shea Weber, he's not he's not coming back. I heard. Yeah, I, I he's think he's. Good. He's done. He's got a long list of injuries that
0: that are going to take. Uh, do you, I don't even know what they are because when I first read the <laughs> report, they didn't list everything.
1: I like, think it's he, his whole body. Yeah, he's, he's just he gave it his all. I he, give him tons of credit. He went in, he hurt. went for it. He yeah. went in. He he went for it. Uh, even Corey Perry's gone. I thought Corey Perry was a key part of that team. Yeah, I thought he was. He scored too. some big goals. He's agitating guys, hitting and, guys. Yeah, and he actually signed with Tampa. I think I was yeah, he laughing. Did. This poor guy—he's been in the finals two years in a row and been on the losing team both sides. Try, so, try what does pull. that mean for Tampa? Is this—is this—is this, yeah. is this, is this going to be his Marian Hosa moment? Yeah, I was just going to say that. So, yeah, <laughs> but as I totally agree with you, no playoffs this year. They are just—I um, think the injuries are going to catch up and losing uh, Denol, their best center, shutdown guy. Yeah. But uh, I do I do enjoy Suzuki and Colefield. I think they're going to be awesome Deneau for these guys. Such,
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Matt. No, it's,
1: I think they're just going to be an awesome duo, kind of like a young Taves and Kane coming up. I think they're going to really... You know, a couple years, I think they're going to be good again. But they got to rebuild. They're, these guys are... The core was getting old. It's time to move on.
0: The problem is Deno is such a huge part of that team.
1: Yeah, you're right. I, and he was the main reason why they made it to the final. Him and Price were key and the and the, the the two young guns that were putting up some big numbers and but honestly, who else did anything? I no mean, way. there was the yeah, occasionally you'll get a goal from somebody, but it was Suzuki. The guy was on fire.
0: Yeah, he was. He was playing phenomenal. Yeah. But no, I got him out. No playoffs for me.
1: Same. Yep.
0: So some quick NHL news. Owen Power, the number one draft pick from Buffalo, is going to return to the NCAA and play for Michigan for another year, which I think is a smart idea because um, you know, there's a lot of kids that are coming into the NHL and they're just not ready for it. Uh, most notably, I would say Jack Hughes. You know, He came in and he had a really, really hard time. And I think that these, these young kids, you know, unless you're you know of generational talent like Conor McGregor, Con- Connor McDavid, you know, you know, man, I'm going to get a t shirt. I'm going to get a t shirt. I'm going to make it. I want to put everybody a tomahawk
1: to on his face. Yeah.
0: And say Mc- Mc, uh, McGregor. You've been uh- tomahawked. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, this, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, um, I don't see like these young kids, they're coming in, they're trying to play with these men and they're having a hard time making it in the league and they need to get used to the grind of, of playing so many games, you know, and the grind of playing with these big players, you know, and and playing so often. And then if you make the playoffs, the grind of the playoffs as well, you know, so I, I really support a lot of these young kids coming in and going back to the NCAA or juniors to get another year of seasoning and then maybe a year of seasoning in, in the NHL NH, to, uh, to get it acclimated. And then you make your NHL debut. So um, yeah, that's where I'm at with that.
1: Well yeah, especially if you're a horrible team like Buffalo.
0: They're gonna yeah. expect
1: you to be on the first line and it could be too much for a kid. Yeah.
0: One hundred percent. Oh
1: man, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Don't rush me. It kinda reminds me of Kirby Doc a little bit. I think we should have been patient with Kirby. But, but I think he could play. He yeah, could definitely play in the league. Yeah. But you know, I mean it, it wouldn't hurt. If Kirby he played, played well though.
0: He wasn't he wasn't yeah. scoring very much his first year, but he was putting the body to guys. He looked like he was I'm um, able to play. He he wasn't getting really, you know, manhandled very very often, you know. And, and and he was he was holding his own, man. I thought that he played pretty well in his first season. I thought it could have been uh, it could have been much worse. svetchnikov from Carolina signed an eight-year, 62 million deal, uh, so he got paid. Uh, really cur- you know, really really curious, man. You know, Ducky money. Yeah, he he got good money. And I'm really surprised that Dougie Hamilton couldn't work out a deal with Carolina. I wonder what it was.
1: Dude, he wanted to win a cup. Oh, yeah, you're right, 100%. He wanted to win a cup with New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, everyone does. It's um, the place to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Drew won't sign a contract during the season. I wonder what they're going to do with him, man. He's definitely hitting heading into the twilight of his career. Definitely a, still a very strong leader for Philadelphia.
1: They're tough on him there. Yeah, mean, they are. It's it's not his fault. He's a he's a great player. Yeah. He was I didn't he have like a hundred points a couple of years ago. He's yeah. It's not him at all. You gotta get the guy solid line mates and he, they've had a they've had goaltending issues for a while. Forever. Yeah. If you can't keep the puck out of that, you're not gonna win the game. Doesn't matter who's on your team.
0: What do you think about Dubnik? Do you think that Edmonton should should maybe uh sign Dubnik?
1: They had him years ago. He started in Edmonton.
0: Really? I thought he—he yeah, he was thought, a
1: rookie. Yeah, he started there, man. I thought Nick
0: played for uh, for Minnesota.
1: No, he he started in Edmonton. He went to Arizona. He went over to Minnesota. He's he's been bouncing all over. Wow. He, he, his best years were Minnesota, obviously with the Wild. I think he had like twenty straight starts, twenty wins or something. Yeah, he was on. Then a Then he tear. ran into the Blackhawks. Yeah, brought him back down to earth.
0: All right, so everybody, this is part two. We've got two more coming where we're going to do the rest of the league. We got half of the league over with. Um, do us a favor, hit subscribe if you haven't, so you don't miss out on future episodes. Uh, follow us on Twitter, give us a follow, and we'll uh, we'll you know we'll comment with you. We'll talk with you. We love talking to everybody in the comment section. We love uh, yep. you know engaging with everybody. It's fun to talk hockey. You Call know, these us are out. The, these yep. are, yeah, these are the dog days of summer. And uh, like Matt said call us out If you don't like what we have to say About about your
1: team yeah we'll debate it's fun (laughs) Hopefully you're a Toronto fan When we get there it'll be real fun
0: Yeah it'll be really fun (laughs) This is the Tomahawk We're out of here